welcome to our very first episode. This is Children of Zion Chats. My name is April. I'm so glad you're here. I have a very special friend joining us today. Her name is Ty. Hi, everyone. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, Ty, how long have we known each other? Um, like two years now. (laughs) I feel feel like I've known you much longer than I actually have. Oh, yeah. I think we met at an event, if I remember correctly, in Florida. Is that right? That is. So maybe like almost three years now. Yeah, I think it's been about three years, but uh, Ty is amazing. She uh, carries so much joy. She's very artistic. Um, She has a blog, so I will try to link her blog um, in this podcast at the in the notes section um, so that you guys can be sure to check out her blog. You want to follow everything that she's doing. But um, anyway, we we were talking and we feel led uh, today to talk about uh, healing and different aspects of healing, whether it be physical or emotional. And we just want to um, point all things to Jesus and just give all praise and worship to him for everything that he's done and that he is doing. And um, we just hope that this is an encouragement to you all for, um, for the subject of healing. So, um, so Ty, do you have any stories of how uh, you've received healing in either a physical way or an emotional way that you'd like to share? Um, when we were talking about it earlier, I had taken notes, but I really felt like the Lord just wanted me to share uh, two experiences with you guys. Um, one emotional and then one physical, if that's okay. <laughs> yeah, sure. Um, so the first one uh, is a focus more on emotional. And I would just say, so um, a few years back, uh, someone very close to me uh, had betrayed me, which caused me uh, a great amount of heartache. And so I was just dealing with those emotionals, kind of like in prayer and just um, talking to the Lord about them. But I felt to like distance myself completely from this person. But it, that was kind of hard even in itself, because I'm a person that believes in prayer. It's like if I just keep praying for this person, you know, sometimes, you know, we care about others more so than even ourselves. And so um, I ended up dissing myself from that per- from the person. But like, uh, I remember one night just before I was going to bed, I was just kind of thinking to myself, like, you know, like, Lord, did I make the right decision? And I didn't even say it out loud. This was just in my thoughts, like, Lord, did I make the right decision, you know, and, you know, not having this person in my life. And I know a lot of people may think this, like, what I'm about to say is going to sound a little wild. (laughs) So um, I was not asleep. I just had that thought. And I felt two very large hands, like almost the size of my body. Um, I guess what you would call, like, pick my spirit, like, out of my body. And it just kept lifting me higher and higher and higher. And I could look down and see my physical body still laying in my bed. And it, like, went like it just was slowly rising and I felt someone kiss my right cheek and then lower me back in my body. And I knew that the Lord had kissed me and I'm not a person. I'm not a person who sleeps well at night. Anyway, I've been like that since like really my whole life, but I slept like a baby that night. And I never, when I woke up the next morning, I never had like an, 
like any negative emotion towards the person or the situation. It was just like almost instantly it went away and I just had this peace about it. But just to show you how the Lord knows everything, two years prior to this experience, he gave me a dream and he told me to start a blog called A Spirit Kiss Soul that was based off of the Bible verse from the Song of Solomon where he says, let me kiss let, let him kiss me with the kisses of his mouth because his love is sweeter than wine or more delightful than wine, depending on what translation you read. But I'm saying so two years prior, he knew that I would be laying in bed that night having that, you know, just kind of worry or if I made the right decision kind of thing. And he would allow me to experience his word like physically, like the, the manifestation of his word through that experience and that encounter with him. And I've had several encounters like, you know, that may seem a little bit wild, but I feel like that one was the one that really like changed my perspective of who God is. So that, that's my, <laughs> that's that my testimony. Feel... <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. That, that just gave me chills. Um, when you, you were talking about that, about, um, and you know, we were talking earlier about, um, healing and how sometimes it can be, um, an instant thing and how also sometimes it can take a while, you know, sometimes it's a process. And so I guess you would say that was an instance where it was instant, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. That is so good. That's so good. Yeah. That, that gave me chills. Um, <laughs> thank you, Lord. That is so good. Um, mm-hmm. Do you, and did you say earlier that you also have um, an example for physical healing? Um, yeah, I'll share that one as well. Um, so uh, when I, uh, I had just been laying on the couch, like during my prayer time, I'd fallen asleep. And when I woke up the next morning, I had like this excruciating pain in my foot. And it kind of reminded me like of when I was younger, um, when I played sports and softball, I used to um, get tendonitis, which it feels like the the tendons are like kind of pulling apart. So it's like almost like a, a stinging type pain. And so for some reason, my first thought was not to pray <laughs> for healing. You know, I, I literally walked around that whole day limping. And then when I got home that night, I thought, oh, I'll just put some peppermint oil on because I like I don't know if I've told you this before, but I don't take medicine like really for anything. If there's a natural or holistic way to do things, that's kind of the route I'll take. So I thought I'll just put some peppermint oil on. It'll be fine in the morning. So when I woke up the next morning, it was fine. But the next day, you know, it kind of that kind of wore off. So it was hurting me like really bad again. So I'm like, what is going on? Because I haven't even done anything strenuous or to put a strain on it for for me to be feeling like this. And so again, um, I was just laying on the sofa and I was just like, you know, like just thinking like, okay, Lord, I'm getting ready to pray, pray for other people. And you know how like you have a friend, they might tap you on the shoulder and be like, you know, I need to talk to you. That's kind of of how he did me. And the first thing he said is, why haven't you asked me to heal you? Whoa. (laughs) I said, oh my God. You know, like if that had been anybody else and I saw somebody limping, my first thought would have been to pray for them. But for myself, for some reason, that was not my first thought. So I just literally laid both of my hands on my foot and I just prayed and asked the Lord to heal me, you know, standing on his word the whole nine and instantly the pain was gone and I never felt anything else. But that also goes back to something where we were talking about earlier when I said, I feel like it's easier. I don't know about everybody else, but it's a lot easier. And sometimes I have more faith to pray for other people than I do for myself. Sometimes I'm the last person (laughs) I think about, and that's not always a good thing. Like we want to be selfless. We want to care for people, but I feel like, like we were saying earlier, you have to take care of self before you can then effectively take care of others. 
That is so good. And it, it reminds me of that scripture, like what we were talking about, of you know, loving God with all your heart, soul, mind and strength, and then loving your neighbor as yourself. And how do you reach out and love your neighbor um, as yourself if you're not fully um, taking care of yourself or love yourself and, and not to be, um, you know, completely self-focused or anything like that. But I think there's a fine line there of walking out your identity and knowing your identity uh, in Christ. Absolutely. Yeah. I think there really is a fine line. So that, that is, um, that's so good. And I think um, a lot of us uh, have a tendency to do that of, like you said, of having more faith for others and praying for others. And, um, then if when we have issues, it's like, okay, God, where are you? Please, authority instead of speaking out of authority. I don't know if you do this, but I'm like, you know, I'm almost sound like a beggar. I think <laughs> <laughs> instead of a daughter, it's like, uh, can't. Can you help? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. But I feel like also uh, he teaches me a lot in the secret place, you know, so that time with him for me is vital because I'm a crazy person without it. <laughs> I'm a crazy person without it. I mean, and I can tell the difference. So I know other people, you know, those around us when we go to work the whole nine, they can tell the difference as well. So I need that time. And he teaches me a lot during that time and the stillness, you know. I love that you said that too, because he's, he's the best teacher. And like you said, um, I know my children, for example, they're the closest to me. So they, they're probably the first ones that notice when I haven't had quiet time in in the secret place. And while, um, while you mentioned that, can you bring up what you mean by the secret place? Uh, I just mean taking the time. I have a specific time. I think I told you before, I don't sleep well at night. So I normally take like the like the midnight hour leading into the next day as my time to pray. And oftentimes I'll put on worship. Um, I'll pray for my family and friends, but I also just sit and listen. I'll ask him what he's thinking. You know, what is it that he wants me to do? It kind of prepares me for the next day. So, you know what? And I write down those thoughts. I write down my questions and I write down what I feel he's saying back to me. So a lot of times I can reflect on those things when I go back. So you would say mostly your prayer life is more of listening than talking and and more um, and less, sorry, less of um, asking a bunch of questions or asking him for things. It's more of absolutely. I love it. I love it. And um, I don't know about you, but I think it's one of the uh, hardest postures, prayer postures uh, to be in, to Uh, just sit there for long periods of time, but um, there's so much transformation. And, you know, when we were talking about healing earlier, um, it reminded me of that actually, because a lot of healing takes place in the secret place and you don't even realize what's happening, Mm -hmm. but just by being in his presence and waiting upon the Lord that he imparts healing and he changes and he transforms. And then you don't even realize it until maybe gosh, sometimes a day or two, or even a week later, you realize he's, he's done something just by being in his presence and walking with him and being close to him and close to his heart that he's transformed me in some way. 
Oh, yeah, that's so good and so true as well. A lot of times, too, because um, I used to have a problem, you know, like just sitting still. But um, I feel like uh, praying in the spirit beforehand gave me the patience to sit still afterwards, if that makes any sense. <laughs> so yeah. oftentimes before I just lie down to like, you know, listen for his voice, I've been praying in the spirit for quite some time before then. That is great because um, uh, what would you say is the effect? Um, I've heard other ministers say that it it not necessarily shrinks your soul. <laughs> it makes your spirit man louder than, than the issues that are going on in your soul. Would you say? I would that? agree with that. That is so good. Um, uh, would you say that's one of the most important uh, aspects of your life in, in walking with the Lord is uh, the secret place. Absolutely. Um, it changed my life. And honestly, um, I went, like I told you before, I had went through a situation that was very hard for me and caused a lot of heartache, but that's what drew me to the secret place. So I was in the secret place before I actually knew that it was a secret place. And the Lord just started, started showing me things and I started ex experiencing things that I didn't even know or possible. So when I say encounters and experiences, that wasn't something that I knew about before um, I had started spending that time. Like I had just gotten to a point where like I would spend hours and hours and then things just started breaking open. And I'm like, okay, I didn't learn this. <laughs> I didn't learn this growing up in the small Methodist church. So the Lord really kind of taught me as I made the decision on my own to just, you know, trust him and be with him. He, everything else just came after that. Oh my goodness. That is amazing. And with you just saying that, I was wondering if you could say a prayer for our audience, for them to have that desire for God to draw them in to the secret place um, in the quiet so that they can um, draw closer to him and hear his voice. Would you please say a prayer for our listeners that um, uh, for that impartation for them to have more hunger for him? I'm sure. <sighs> So, Lord, we just your word says that if we draw near to you, you will draw near to us. Your word says that the kingdom is within us and that you're closer to us than our next breath. So, Lord, I just ask and pray in the mighty name of Jesus that as we draw near to you or even have the desire to draw near to you, that you would meet us there. Um, Lord, I just ask that you would give us a hunger and a thirst for you. And that in that hunger and thirst, Lord, you would just begin to reveal yourself to us in ways that we never even dreamed or imagined possible. I ask, Lord, that you would just shower us with your presence and your love and that you would give us a peace and understanding and a knowledge and wisdom and revelation of your heart. Lord, we just ask that you would be with us. Um, help us to sit still as we draw close to you and give us eyes to see, ears to hear, and a heart open and a spirit open to experience you and know you in a deeper and more intimate way. In the mighty name of Jesus, I ask and pray this. Amen. Amen. Well, I've so enjoyed chatting with you today. You are amazing. And again, guys, I will link her uh, blog in the post, hopefully in the comments. But I love you so much. Thanks for coming in to chat with us. And hopefully we'll do it again soon.
Oh, I love you too. Thank you for having me. It's been such an honor. Look, your first podcast. I'm so excited for you. I believe the Lord is going to do things that you've never even dreamed possible. Um, Even just hearing your voice doing this with you, your voice is so soothing. So I feel like people are going to be led to listen to you. So he's going to do something great through this. I don't know exactly what it is, but I believe with my whole heart that it's going to be something amazing. Thank you so much. Oh, my goodness. That's so encouraging. Thank you. Thank you. I love you. You're welcome. Thank you guys again for listening. Until next time.